we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for April 19th 2021 next report switching gears from a longtime listener who's also a nurse working in a hospital and her comment Patricia actually she says actually the blood supply is already heavily contaminated because of the COVID-19 vaccines remember blood red blood cells in particular are only good 21 days to 45 days so we have to discard it after that if it's not used meaning the blood's only good basically for 21 to 45 days there is no deferral time for anyone who has had the three big vaccines meaning they can start giving blood right away so immediately people start giving blood as soon as they were vaccinated so the blood supply is already heavily contaminated yet just yet one more reason you know to never get a blood transfusion we talked about this last week as well um this just adds a little more to it <clears throat> then another listener comment from krista longtime listener and she said i was going to email you this week concerning what the vaccine does to you spiritually then i heard your teaching meaning the one i did last week where we talked about this and she says my brother-in-law has been a christian for about 40 years he took the vaccine and now said he has no faith whatsoever and is just surviving day to day now. So I'm just telling you, this is what people, I'm getting more and more reports of this. People getting the vaccine one day, right afterward, or the next day, I can't hear, I don't feel like I can hear God anymore. I don't, I don't have any more conviction or they're totally or they act totally different they go from being a happy christian to just some like like they're a different person we read you the account last week from the new age lady that does energetic healing and what she said is happening where the soul appears to be being separated from the body through something with that they're doing with the vaccine now i'm not i said take that with a grain of salt but when you look at everything in totality together and how it is so incredibly important for Satan to get you to take this kill shot. Kind of makes sense. <clears throat> she says, goes on to say, I believe these vaccines render Christians useless and unable to spread the gospel and hope to other people. And that is why they're pushing them so hard on Christians. Uh, yeah, you probably got a really good point there. It's hard to be dogmatic, but as i get more and more reports like this it's also hard harder and harder to ignore them another listener comment this is a different subject from ed uh he said um this is regarding the illegals and children at the border he says i'll try to make this as short as i can my wife works as a contractor for the o o o i'm sorry o r r or the office of refugee relocation she specializes in child behavior and is a disability counselor. She currently works relocating immigrant illegal children that have come across our southern border without parents. As we know, there's a considerable amount that come here, more than they can handle, as she can attest to this firsthand and what I'm about to share. She's been doing this uh, now for some time now and truly loves working with these children, normally between ages 9 and 17. <clears throat> as of recent, they received many children between 5 and 7 years old. Now, this is the big you know illegal alien incursion of children and uh, other adults coming across the southern border 
that Biden's done everything he can do to make and facilitate. She was expecting most of the children to be well children and expected the demeanor, personality, and attitude of them to be that of a five to seven year old child. Okay, But this is not the case. Let me go on to explain. She found two seven year old girls kissing. Not just kissing as two young innocent girls might like a peck on the cheek. These girls were kissing mouth to mouth. When such, when asked why they were doing that, they explained they were playing, quote, adult. I, I, I played you the report from Owen Schroyer where uh, last week, where, uh, or it was the week before, whatever, where they're seeing all of this horribly inappropriate adult behavior with the children in mass at these detention centers where the children are together they're they're imitating all these sexual acts that were done to them i don't know how early on but definitely along the way them being raped and all kind of horrible things they're imitating them because again like i said that's the that's the quickest way to demon infest a child is to sexually molest them and then they start imitating that behavior um, in totally early ages. And this is what's happening. It's demons. Nobody wants to talk about that part, but it's not just, oh, we're imitating. Well, what's motivating the imitation? It's the demons that need to be fed that are now possessing these children. Um, she goes on to say, another child, five-year-old girl, while she was being addressed, assessed, was asked what she was doing here. She went on to explain in a very grown-up way, stating, ma'am, you don't realize how many miles I walked. Look at my poor feet. She took her shoes off and began to fake cry as she put her head in her hands. My wife was shocked. Another young boy, nine years old, speaks in a manner of a vulgar 20-something-year-old person. The reason why my wife was shocked by all of this wasn't that some child fake cried or two little girls were kissing or a young boy was speaking like a grown man from the streets even though these actions alone are shocking but the look in their eyes and their demeanor we all know the look of innocence a child has <clears throat> we see it in our children and grandchildren we've raised or from others we know oh, i'm sorry okay that that look she said was simply not there meaning the look of innocence was gone. This saddened her as she knows there's a demonic presence in that manifests in these children. These behaviors aren't natural in a child. They are behaviors these children are subjected to. There's no doubt in my wife's mind that these little girls and many others that were their boys as well have not just been sexually violated, but coached and brainwashed along with their abuse. This has gotten progressively worse over the years and even more so in the last year. And recently compounded with Biden's open border policy, she has also found that many of these kids supposedly coming in <clears throat> to be sponsored by a family member in the U.S. turn out to be the same sponsor. Kids with totally different last names and no relationship uh, to one another have men sponsoring multiple children. It's all part of the scam and the game. you know. And, and again, who knows how many of these children wind up in these adrenochrome harvesting facilities or in child sex slavery. Or human sacrifice, or all the above. Who knows? These individuals do get flagged, and she said that one man she found was immediately pulled for investigation, and children under his name will be further assessed. We'll see if anything comes about about it, though.
but this is just a few accounts from just talking to a few kids at one facility. Multiply, multiply this by God only knows how many thousands. Sorry this went long, but I wrote you for you to share this with your listeners because we have firsthand knowledge and, and for us to know for us to know what's truly going on. So it's written a little bit disjointedly. Um, it's not just hearsay or another report in the news. I pray this hits home for those with ears to hear and eyes to see. Please let us all continue to pray for these children and against these evil men and women that defile them. God bless, Ed. Amen, Ed. I couldn't agree more. Um, <clears throat> this, I, and I'm just going to throw this in because I think it's worth noting. CBS report has startling revelations for the contents of hot dogs. Human DNA. This is a CBS report. This is mainstream news. I'm going to go ahead and play this. It's pretty, very short. People who eat hot dogs eat them because they taste so good. But what's in them is not so good. You know, we've learned to accept it, but... I don't know if you'll feel so accepting after this. <clears throat> the company Clear Foods recently analyzed 345 hot dog and sausage products from 75 brands and retailers and found, are you hot dog lovers ready for this? Human DNA in 2% of the samples and in Human DNA in 2% of the samples out of 345 products. And human DNA in two-thirds of the vegetarian samples contain human DNA. Whoa. 10% of the vegetarian samples actually contain meat. Two-thirds <laughs> of the vegetarian samples. And get this, 10% of all vegetarian products appear to contain meat. Clear Food says that there are some companies producing high-quality hot dog, top scores to Butterball, McCormick, Ekrick, and Hebrew National. Human DNA. Yeah. And they didn't elaborate what human DNA, but <laughs> not something I think I'd mess around with. Switching gears. Now, I just learned this. <clears throat> Note about this. I've heard about this a little bit. Because people have asked me, um does the in five miles of a protein what about that in cancer and i really didn't have a lot of information on that for a long time now i'll i have to read you my disclaimer on this <clears throat> before i get into this uh, it is your constitutional right to educate yourself in the arena of health and medical knowledge to seek helpful information and to make use of it for the benefit of you and your family you are the one responsible for your own health. In order to make decisions in all health matters, you must educate yourself. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Scott Johnson are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medicine. If you have a severe medical condition, see a competent physician. I do not claim to cure disease. My goal is to help you make physical and nutritional changes in your own body so that your body can heal itself. With that being said, I got this this week from the uh, Invive Mild Silver Protein. It's regarding cancer in Invive Silver. <clears throat> they sent me a PDF uh, document that I'm not even going to go into. You can click on it for yourself, research it for yourself. But essentially, what they're finding <clears throat> is that when you combine colloidal silver, and I would think high part per million colloidal silver would work way better, like in Vive, 
and DMSO, um, <clears throat> which we'll get into what DMSO is in the next report, they're finding that it's uh, very, very beneficial for cancer. Now, I asked in Vive about this, and I said, what do you think the protocol would be for like an average cancer case? Here was their response. <clears throat> you must absolutely use the 5700ES or the 1007ES strength. If you're going to use Invive Silver for this. Now, it says you cannot use any other strengths. Now, um, I'm going to give you an option in a second. I'm just going to read you what they said first. The dosage would be 5 cc's <clears throat> per 30 pounds of body weight per day whether an adult or child or animal, total dosage per day. So five cc's of the silver, which I think is about a teaspoon um, per 30 pounds of body weight per day. Now again, I'm not telling you we're treating this or curing this. I'm telling you this is what Invive's telling me. I'm telling you what this other PDF report says. Um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll click on this real quick. I'm, I'm going to click on this link here just to give you a little idea of how this is actually working. It says in the report, did you know that the cancerous cells can actually revert to a healthy state within 24 hours when treated within a special protocol of using DMSO and colloidal silver? Cancer cells are just normal cells that have mutated. Okay. So when it says they, they're reverting, that's true. It, that's what you want to see. Nickname the overnight cancer. Now, I would never call anything overnight, ever. Okay, I think that's bad to even use that language, but they're saying nickname the overnight cancer cure. The DMSO colloidal silver protocol was invented by a member of an independent cancer research foundation. The protocol was, was designed specifically to transform cancer cells into healthy cells fast. The theory behind DMSO colloidal silver treatment is that the cancer is caused by a specific microbe that gets inside the healthy cells and causes them to become malignant. The protocol draws heavily from the work of Dr. Royal Rife, who invented the Rife machine, who actually found that when you expose different, um, <clears throat> when you expose cancer cells to a specific frequency from a plasma generating Rife machine, that, that would, it would be like when an opera singer hits a particular note and can shatter glass. Well, if you had the right frequency program into the plasma generating rife machine okay that it would do the same thing it would be it would be like um that frequency would would destroy the cancer cell now that worked with a whole bunch of things now th this is true and royal rife was rewarded by them coming in and essentially destroying all of his research and burning his factory down and them driving him out of the country in the whole nine yards because they couldn't have competition they wanted to be able to pump you full of chemo and uh, radiation and have all their treatments that actually typically made you worse and caused cancer and made you a lifetime customer. They, they would rather prefer that. They want maximum amount of suffering because at, this, at the, the sole core root of the medical pharma cartel are Luciferians and Satanists that want to pill for every dollar out of you before you die and make you suffer as much as possible as well to feed the satanic machine. 
Now, I'm not saying all MDs are bad, but I'm saying at the at the very top of the food chain, that's why all all um, protocols have, uh, like wh whether it's cancer or diabetes, they all have chemicals that treat them, chemicals that are literally controlled poisons. You take too much of any particular you know, medication, you're going to die because it's a controlled poison. So they didn't like that. So the protocols draw heavily from the work of Dr. Royal Rife, who researched the relationship between cancer and microbes in the early 20th century. Um, <clears throat> the DMSO can penetrate any area of the body and reachable by any other means. It moves so rapidly through cells that it's been nicknamed the water's alter ego. And um, evidently they're saying that you can, the um, DMSO and the, and the silver work together. It says that means the cell main can can be penetrated by the dmso cell permeability is the key to how dmso works in tandem with another miraculous healer which is colloidal silver colloidal silver has a special talent for killing microbes and keeping them out of the bloodstream since several types of cancer spread through the release of microbes killing microbes is the key to halting cancer and supercharging the immune system now i'm not one of those ones that says there's only one cause of cancer i believe there's multiple so i don't know if this would work in every case I don't. It maybe it will, but maybe it won't. Again, that's why I'm saying I'm just throwing this out there. I want you to at least be aware of the now of of this information. Yes, it does seem incredibly promising. Um, going further it says, however, ridding the body of cancer-causing microbes poses challenges because very few substances can penetrate the interior of a cell. As long as the microbes are within the cell, they are extremely difficult to reach and prevent the cell from returning to a normal state. This is where DMSO becomes so valuable. With its ability to increase cell permeability, DMSO can carry the colloidal silver into the interior of the cells where the cancer microbes dwell, and then they're killed with the colloidal silver. Once carried through the cell wall by DMSO, the colloidal silver can destroy microbes lurking in like a guided missile. So that's that's basically, it goes further. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say a whole lot more. If you wanna read the whole article, I'll give you the link here, the PDF. And um, uh, <clears throat> they said, um, let me see, the, these, so it's five cc's per 30 pounds of either 5,700 ES or 10,700 10, ES. Now, this is what Invive is telling me, okay? You split up the dosages into four dosages per day, Okay? It cannot be, they're saying it cannot be five or 10,000 ppm, just plain 5,000 or 10,000 ppm colloidal silver. It must be only the bottles with the 700 ES extension on the label. The reason is, is because there's DMSO in those strengths. The 5,700 ES and the 10,7 ES has DMSO in it. That's why they're saying they're the only strengths that could be used for this, and I agree. Now, but what you could do is get either the 5,000 or the 10,000, which is far cheaper, I'm trying to save people money here, and buy pharmaceutical grade DMSO and take three or four drops of that pharmaceutical DMSO with every dose of silver. However, you split it up four times a day for the cancer. It would be a lot more cost effective to do it that way. 
If you didn't want to hassle with it and you wanted one-stop shopping, yeah, you do the 5700ES or the 1070ES. It's very expensive. I'm not the one that designed the pricing. You're getting far more silver, though, in those bottles than you would ever get at a health food store that sells at like 20 part per million or maybe 50 part per million max. You look at the amount of silver you're getting per bottle, it's just off the scale with the Invive. So I give you a link to eBay to one of the pharmaceutical grade silvers. Now, you could use it in the glass bottles. There are some pharmaceutical grade DMSO that I do believe if you do pharmaceutical grade DMSO search either online or on eBay, you can find them in glass. The ones that they use here to the link I give you are in plastic, but they're the specific kind of plastic the manufacturer says DMSO should be transported in. It's a high grade plastic in other words. So that's up to you. Um, <clears throat> I've used this particular brand for a long time. I don't use the regular DMSO. You go and buy at health food stores. That's that's not a very clean version. This version, and you might have heard of DMSO. They use it to treat joint pain and all kind of stuff for a long, long time. Um, they'll say, oh, that stuff, I tried it, it made me smell like garlic. Well, this pharmaceutical-grade DMSO, you can do a lot more of it and you won't smell like garlic. Now, I'm not saying you wouldn't ever do enough to make you smell like garlic, but if you're just doing drops with the silver, I, it most likely will not do that at all. I'm talking to people that slather it on their skin and they're using the kind of like the, the cheap kind that you get at like the health food store. I only recommend pharmaceutical grade, whether you're going to take it internally or externally. That's the one I recommend. Now, if you get 99% pharmaceutical grade DMSO, it can irritate the skin, especially if it's like on the neck or different parts of the body. So for people that are going to apply it topically, maybe they want to go with a 70% or maybe they want to dilute it a little bit. Okay, that's, you, you need to do your own research on that. Um, they go and vibe goes on to tell me and this is all in the pdf for this date of of um april 19th 2021 md doctors are amazed and baffled when our patients no longer present with cancer this is in vibe talking after a period of 90 days they're completely healed okay i wouldn't be surprised one bit and even a veterinarian was amazed because the vet was going to put the doggy down, a dog. I told the owner, no, there's no need to. 60 days later, there was no cancer to be found in the dog. The veterinarian couldn't believe his eyes. We have successfully treated cancer patients for the last five years as our track record proves. So I think this is something they've just recently learned about. And you got to be real careful what you say because we don't want to say we're curing or treating or whatever. But this is what we've observed, bringing the body back into homeostasis, giving the body what it needs to heal itself. The body does the healing. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, your body has to be the one that does the work. Okay? Just give, trying to give the body the right tools in order to facilitate that process. So I'm not going to say a whole lot more about that. I'm going to go on. I'm going to give you a little more on DMSO. DMSO is a powerful healing agent used in cancer treatment but censored in the u.s now this is a this is a a report that i've had for a number of years in my file on dmso 
Um, <clears throat> Dr. Staley Jacob, professor of surgery at UOMS, uh, is a pioneer researcher in the health properties of DMSO. And DMSO is a well-studied healing compound, but virtually unknown to the public. Why? Technically, it's known as dimethyl sulfur oxide. And it is a psychological, and, and its physiological properties were accidentally discovered well before its medical applications were researched in the 1960s and publicized in the 1970s. It soon became a controversial cancer treatment or an adjunct to chemotherapy that is now mostly suppressed in the United States. Um, Russian scientist Alexander Zaitsev discovered DMSO as an industrial solvent by oxygenating dimethyl sulfide. Um, now, notice that he said that he oxygenated dimethyl sulfide. It's DMSO. One of the reasons that DMSO works on cancer is not only does it penetrate into the cells, but the O part at the end of DMSO is oxygen. Oxygen is lethal to cancer cells. Okay, Cancer loves, it can really only form in what they call an anaerobic environment. It tries to create its own anaerobic environment, especially like with things like tumors and things like that. It tries to wall, especially those types of things. They try to like tend to wall themselves off and isolate themselves because it's trying to create this anaerobic meaning environment that has a very, very, very low oxygen supply. That's more conducive to cancer formation. It also forms um, in areas where there's an abundance of carbohydrates present, like simple sugars. That's why things like some people have been cured of cancer just going on ketogenic diets because they starved the cancer cells of carbohydrates. So again, I'm not into cookie cutter. This is one-stop shopping that cures all. Maybe this does. I don't know. But I know there's other fat causative factors for cancer as well. So with the DMSO, not only are you getting the cell penetration, but you're getting the oxygen component, which is also lethal to cancer cells. You combine that with colloidal silver, and then you've got a whole other aspect to that. There's a lot of things you can do for cancer. I've got a gigantic file on it. I mean, turmeric's highly anti-cancer. I mean, there's so many things that are that are good for it that, that help to eliminate it. Uh, if you want to read about the history, it's, it's all here. It's all here. I'm just going to skip ahead here. It's been observed that DMSO heads to existing cancer cells directly and easily penetrates them. The doctor uses the DMSO tissue penetrating characteristic for grabbing and guiding the chemo drugs straight into the cancer cells without disturbing normal cells. Well, it does the same thing with the colloidal silver. Um, I would never use it with chemo, but evidently it does make it better. Um, positive results were achieved only using 10% of the chemo normally used without serious side effects. So they were only using 10% of the, of the poisonous chemo when DMSO was introduced because it was so much more efficient. But again, medically, they don't have any use for that. They don't want things to be more efficient. They don't want things to work better. They just want you to die a long, slow, controlled death that they dictate. Now, I'm talking about the Luciferian medical pharma cartels. I'm not saying every medical doctor is evil like that. They just, they're part of the system. They've been brainwashed. They don't know the vast majority of the time. Um... Not using the full range of expensive, dangerous, and life-threatening procedures to heal cancer is forbidden in the U.S. 
since then, since they actually, when they started doing this with when they were using DMSO and chemo, since then the FDA, FDA and the AMA, the American Medical Association, have been adamant about excluding DMSO as even an adjunct for chemotherapy. No, 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 we can't. If this is going to work, we don't want anything to do with it. Same reason they ban, they don't use colloidal silver anymore. They used to use mild silver protein back in the day. But in 1938, when the Food and Drug Administration took over, they said, no, 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 colloidal silver works. It, it, it doesn't have a whole bunch of side, it doesn't have any side effects other than maybe a Herxheimer effect, which is just a die-off effect of all the bad guys dying. And that's temporary. And that just means you hit the nail on the head. No, no, we're going to bring in antibiotics, which kill all your natural um, flora in your intestinal tract and devastate your own immune system. And you got to keep going back on them and on them because you're going to get reoccurring yeast infections, candida infestation throughout the body. And that's both men and women. We want to use that because it means reoccurring revenue. It means customers for life that are dependent upon us. We don't want to use the silver. Just... Um, my mild silver protein presentation on YouTube gets into all that. Um, so they excluded it from use. Um, when, you, when they were using DMSO in chemotherapy, it was known as DMSO potentiation therapy or DPT. Here's one study, there's a link there, that suggests DMSO alone can create apoptosis in the cancer cells, meaning the cancer cells uh, basically like explode. They, they're, 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 they're eradicated. Just DMSO by itself, without the chemo, which would for me would be much wiser, I would think. Apoptosis is the natural self-inflicted cell death that cancer cells normally refuse to yield to. But do you yield to when DMSO is there and even more so when the colloidal silver is present? And again, you're going to want to use a high part per million colloidal silver like in Vive. They're the only ones that make ones that make a colloidal silver that is stable at that um, dosage. Now, the website is dr-johnson.com, like doctor-symbol-johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N.com. Or if you go up on Invive's site, just please make, for so the ministry gets credit, make sure that you're, uh, when they ask you who referred you, just say Dr. Johnson, or Dr. Scott Johnson, because the ministry will get credit. But it's just better if you go to dr-johnson.com. I don't, I'm just about sold out of everything right now um at least until the end of the month I'll, I'll get some more back in probably the first week of uh may but i, I say that because if you want to go out and get any of that that's where you, you would want to go there um apoptosis is the, is the self-inflicted cell death that cancer cells normally refuse to yield to uh dr ron kennedy md explains in the medical library.net uh, and here's a quote from that dmso binds to water better than water does this gives dmso the ability to penetrate every single cell of the body so whatever its other effects may be they will be spread systematically through the entire body whatever is administered with dmso tends to bind with dmso and is carried 
to the inside of the cells along with DMSL. Oh, before I get any further, for people that cannot afford chelation, cleaning out your arteries, okay? They can't afford to go and find a specialized MD, typically in a big city that does, D, uh, that does EDTA chelation to clean out your arteries, which can be life-saving. What you want to do is just order the chelation. You can find it on Amazon or eBay. I mean, Amazon are highly not advised, but just get your EDTA chelation. You get a big bag of that stuff. It's not expensive. And then get some pharmaceutical grade DMSO. And I mean, I do it. I just to keep myself, my arteries good and clean. Cause my, I have a real family history of that, of placking. Um, I'll do, I don't know, 15 drops of pharmaceutical grade DMSO with like, mm, I don't know, three quarters of a teaspoon of the uh, chelation and some peppermint oil. To, to, the taste isn't too bad, but kills the taste and i'll hold up my mouth for 20 30 minutes i don't know how close that approximates a iv session of edt edta chelation that you would have to go to an md to get that would cost you anywhere from 150 to 200 bucks per session and you'd have to you know have a big calf needle in your arm and you'd have to sit in a chair for like an hour and a half i don't know how closely it approximates that but um, for those on a budget and those that don't have the time, that's an option. Okay, and that's you can use DMSO for that as well. So what I just told you there can save a ton of lives. Okay, because a lot of people are placked up, and if you if you want to know if you're placked up, the cheapest way you can find out is you go to Lifeline Screening. It's online. Okay. Lifeline screening, see where when they're going to be in your area. And this is for America. If you're out of America, Lifeline screening does this thing called a Doppler ultrasound of the carotid arteries. You want to get that done. It's not expensive. And they'll tell you how plaqued up your carotid arteries are. If you've got any level of plaquing, you want to do some EDT aculation. You know, you might want to do it a couple times a week, three times. It depends how bad you are. If you're really super plaqued up, I'd do it every day. Remember, though, when you do it yourself, or even if you go get it done from a medical doctor, it will deplete you of your own trace minerals. So you need to be doing a trace mineral product separately so you're not getting too depleted of the trace minerals in your body. Okay? Um, chelation means claw. Chile means claw, I believe in Latin or something. And it will take good and bad out of your system but primarily it's the best thing i know of to deplaque your arteries pomegranates also help to deplaque your arteries um but i don't know of anything more aggressive than the edta and if you combine it with dmso it's really dynamite so again what i just told you just in like between the other and then that, that has the potential to save so many millions of lives i i don't even know it's it would if it was commonly implemented in modern medical circles but they don't have any interest in it of course because they're so wonderful so um going back to this uh um animal studies show that dmso by itself inhibits the growth of breast colon and bladder cancer as well as leukemia in animals the fact that this is 
not the fact that this list is not longer probably reflects the fact that DMSO has not been studied in other cancers. A clinic in Tulsa, Oklahoma that used DMSO was shut down on April 24, 2013. It was called the Camelot Cancer Cure. The private clinic owner, Maureen Long, was familiar with the successful natural interventions of cancer. She was not a medical practitioner, but she staffed her clinic with MDs and NDs who were open to alternative cancer treatments. They had a short-lived high success rate before being shut down because they, they don't like competition. Um, the FDA approved the treatment of DMSO only for interstitial cystitis and bladder inflammation. However, uh, this project, this, this Camelot cancer cure, were commingling the DMSO with Laetrile, which is kind of like the active ingredient of apricot seeds, which is one of the things that you might have heard is treats cancer, which is banned in the USA, but it's used in almost all of Mexico's natural cancer cure clinics along with DMSO because they're smart. Obviously, DMSO serves an, as an excellent carrier for Laetrile's effective cancer-killing capacity. Um, I'm always a little leery on the Laetrile because it's basically organic cyanide. It's the active ingredient in apricot seeds. It's an organic cyanide. So people that do apricot seeds, you know, I tell them, I'm like, I want to go more than 10 seeds per day. It is, or, it is organic cyanide you're dealing with. I don't think I'd go too nutty on that. You can also get it in apple seeds. Okay, that's what gives the apple seed that weird taste. It's, it's the organic cyanide you're tasting. Um, in little amounts, it's great. But, you know, I, I would... I, I mean, I'd have no problem doing like seven apricot seeds with like some DMSO and the silver together. Now you're, now you're cross you're using different approaches to go after it. That would probably be even, if you can even get apricot seeds anymore. If not, you could do ap apple seeds, but I don't know like how apple seeds um, like are in relation to apricot seeds. I'm not sure how many apple seeds would equal one apricot seed. I don't know. Because the apricot kernels are pretty big. They're almost like a wall, uh, like a an almond. They don't, they have a real weird taste and that's that, that's that organic cyanide you're tasting. Okay, so again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just yeah, throwing some mud on the wall, giving you some suggestions. You know what I might do if I was in that position. Uh, obviously, DMSO serves as an excellent carrier for Laetil's effective cancer-killing capacity. Normal cells are also not affected by Laetil's amygdalin, its active cancer-fighting compound that's common in the apricot kernels, and I believe the amygdalin is what has like the organic cyanide. Um, and I've, I've had apricot seeds, and I, I've eaten a whole bunch of uh, apple seeds, and so I'm telling it doesn't kill you, but, you know, you wouldn't want to, like, you know, eat 30 apricot seeds at once. I wouldn't mess with that. I'd break up my dosage and, you know, maybe do seven or eight per day. And But, see, here's the thing. This has always been my approach. I tend to take an approach if I'm going after something where I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket anyway. I do the DMSO, I do the colloidal silver, I do some turmeric, do some apricot seeds. That way, you're 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 using this shotgun approach that, where as as opposed to putting all your eggs in one basket and hoping that's the one thing that's going to get the job done. 
you may find in a particular cancer that you having the apricot seeds in there is the, is like the biggest factor for them reversing it, the cancer. You never know. I also believe cancer can have a spiritual component, and in that case, you got to do the deliverance for it. You go up on the online, and I would do like the the Win Whirly my two part deliverances that I've recommended before, and then go on YouTube and do. Uh, um, I, it's a lot of times it's people that will not forgive other people and, and they'll, they tend to develop cancer in them. And I do believe there's a spiritual component. I'm not saying it's always the case, but I, or it could be a generational curse. Um, sure. You could have a genetic predisposition as well. See, that's what I mean. There's a lot of different reasons things happen to people. It's typically not just one thing. It might be a generational curse. It might be all the garbage you put in your body. It might be because you don't, uh, you haven't forgiven somebody. Um, you know, it might be because you're, you know, hundred yards away from a 5g cell phone tower. It might be because, you know, you got new carpet in your house last year and it's outgassing all the, these petrochemicals that are cancer causing and all the other different ways they're trying to give us cancer. It might be all the xenoestrogens you're slathering on your body from the lotions you buy because you're using just regular whatever in stores and they're loaded with xenoestrogens, all of them are cancer causing. The shampoos, the soaps, the you name it, whatever you're putting on your body, those are all cancer causing. So there's a myriad of different potential reasons why somebody might be getting cancer. That's why I stay away from it typically. Cause I'm like, here, here's a file on it. I'll send people. Here's the file. Here's the information that I know. You're going to have to do your own homework. Most of the information as to why this happens is in there. But as far as me trying to consult somebody on it, I mean, it's, you know, I, I just don't have time anymore. I mean, but it's a vast subject to try to deal with. Um, Mexico, where the government grants medical freedom, is where the Camelot Clinic owner, Maureen Long, has extended the Camelot Cancer Care Network. They are still taking applications for treatments, but only at selected Mexican clinics. Now, that's at the time of this writing. I don't know if they are now. Application forms can be accessed. There's a link there. Um, so, going further, there is a recent study that strongly indicates orthodox cancer treatments to perhaps half of all deaths links orthodox cancer treatments like chemo and radiation to perhaps half of all deaths certified as cancer so the radiation and the chemo cause cancer so you go in there and they're giving you things or doing things to you that cause cancer but i thought that was supposed to treat cancer yeah it's treating you and it's causing cancer potentially it's total insanity the way that oncology the the cancer doctors approach cancer in america silver could also be used on um i, I believe you could use the dmso and the and the uh, silver straight on a skin cancer think about it i mean you're, you're putting it right on there anything drop a dmso now if it's if it's 99 percent you might have to dilute it. Well, then again, you just put some silver on. They put a drop of dilution. That might be enough dilution right there. Right over the cancer cell. I don't care what kind it is. There's another thing that could just be gigantic for people. What I just said. Uh, going further, a hospital's pathologist career can be threatened for not signing death certificates stating 
cause of death is cancer even after observing organ failures due to chemo's toxicity or radiation damage as the cause of death yeah same with the COVID-19 things how they're signing off death certificates the hypocrisy the lies and the cover-ups are self-evidence it so it's inexpensive it can be purchased online just make sure it's highly refined and pure medical pharmaceutical grade DMSO that's what you want to get and I gave you the link previously to get that uh, it can be ingested orally even if it is 99% DMSO usually after it's mixed I mean I do the drop the 99% drop straight into my under my tongue I don't know half a drop or full I don't know probably 15 20 drops and like I said, if you use that just with the regular silver, the 5,000 or the 10,000, um, you're probably going to get a bigger dose of DMSO in there if you bought the you bought the 5,700 or the um, 10,7. And they're, they're a lot cheaper. Well, I'm just telling you what I'd do. I'm trying to save you some money, and I think it's probably even more effective. Um, the link also to... Um, I'm going to put some links here to, to the colloidal silver site that supports the ministry, but it's also on the contendingfortruth.com site. If you go to contendingfortruth.com and it's on the right side, it'll say like, I don't know, in five miles over protein, give you a little link that you can click on if you want to do that. Um, okay. So let's see here. Um, it can be adjusted orally, even if it's 99% DMSO, usually after it's mixed with some distilled water somewhat. Again, I've done it straight. I do it straight all the time when I do chelation. Some advise mixing it with a tasty organic glass bottle juice. Eh. Eh. I think if you're going to do it with silver, you do it with the silver and maybe some peppermint. Remember, whatever you're, you're putting with it, it's going to bring into the cells. So, I, I mean, I guess you're fine with juice, but I, I don't like doing juice and anything like silver together. I just rather you do like a drop of organic peppermint oil. Um, clinically it, it is administered by IV, usually a slow drip. Now you can't get that at all in America. Any place doing that in America, IV drips of DMSO or, or high part per million silver, they get shut down real quick. You might be able to find that in other countries, but anywhere in America, oh, that's it. Because that, that cures it like nothing else. I mean, that cares about whatever you're trying to do, like nothing else. And they cannot have that kind of competition here. No, no, no. You will go to jail. You will do tall time if you try that in America. For sure. It just shows you what a threat it is to the medical pharma cartels. Um, it goes on to say that can be done without any other compounds, but more commonly it is combined with colloidal silver, laetrile, vitamin C, or other nutrients, especially for cancer patients. Um, and then it gives you a ton of links here regarding the DMSO, if you want to avail yourself to more information there. Okay, so continuing on, I know I've shifted gears a lot today. There's just a lot of diverse things to cover. This is a, a post that was on um, uh, Facebook regarding the actual horror story that Canada is turning into increasingly by a lady named Virginia... Uh, Pollock and it was posted on April 3rd at 524 p.m. The, the link is there to it on Facebook 
she said, I got home to Canada yesterday. I must tell you the fresh hell I walked into after arriving in the Vancouver, British Columbia airport. Now, remember, British Columbia is, I have been reporting on for probably a couple years at least, that there is a gigantic Chinese military presence there, poised to invade the United States. Um, I think they're going to be welcomed in by the Biden administration. And we had talked a lot about that last year. Well, this is just more updates on that and more confirmation of that. Our airplane flew into Vancouver from Seattle and we were immediately made to walk a single file line, I guess, when they got off the plane. There were no more than 30 of us. The airport was totally uh, like empty, like a huge tomb. There were absolutely no people in offices or stores. There was a chilling effect in this great emptiness and quiet. As we were walking in single file on either side along this chosen path were guards about every 20 feet, keeping us on the contained path. This sounds like something out of uh, like a maximum lockdown prison. The guards were Chinese in the airport security uniforms. I wanted to take a picture, but I was sternly warned not to take any pictures. I asked if... I may use the woman's facilities and having to go off the path, I was escorted by a Chinese woman in the uniform of the airport security. I have Chinese friends, but this felt very different. It was unnerving coming back to my country to be made to walk in file one after another with these Chinese guards keeping us in line and directing us. After seeming to walk a mile, we ended up at three booths each with two Chinese guards. The top was surrounded by glass with a small cut to pass papers through. I had an emergency medical appointment due to an accident that affected my disability. I was in great pain and the doctor was willing to see me for special circumstances. I had to come home immediately. I was finally told by a guard to approach the booth and show my COVID uh, test. Negative, of course, or I would not even have been allowed on the flight. So she had already been tested for the scamdemic before she got on the plane. Then I saw behind the booth a long row of Canadian policemen, a wall of police. The very young Chinese fellow at the booth said that he didn't care about my circumstances or disability, but I could go along to the next two booths that had two white healthcare nurses in each booth. I don't know if that means they're Caucasian or anyway. I then spoke to a young lady whom I thought would allow me to get to my specialist. I was in physically a bad way and was told to take a chair in front of another group of police. It was so intimidating to be there. It was the great number of guards and doubled by police presence. It was very, actually very scary. I felt like I was in kind of some kind of nightmare movie because it was all unreal. There was something so militar militaristic yet undefined on the surface. The Canadian police were at attention and doing nothing, with nothing to do. I felt like they were... Um, hoping for something to take away their boredom. I immediately felt like I was at their mercy. After at least an hour, of course, I swore to uphold isolation and all the regulations, like phoning in to report my isolation daily, you know, because Satan cares so much that you're not going to spread this, you know, the scamdemic. Because Canadians can't be trusted, I guess I finally went to ask the nurse if I could leave. Um, she told me, that the very young Chinese guard in the first booth said that he didn't agree and I had to go to their choice of detention center. I was floored and I asked if she could do something. 
No, the Chinese guard said. The Canadian Health Canada nurse obviously got orders from him because China has taken over British Columbia, it appears, at least the airports, overtly. And that's me, me talking. Well, I was so shocked that I wasn't allowed my emergency medical care. I said, I have to try and make my appointment because it was beginning to be painfully unbearable. All she said was that I could call for an ambulance, see a paramedic, and wait until my detention was over. I thought that a nurse would know that in cases of a specialist treatment, uh, in cases of a specialist uh, treatment of a paramedic is of no help. I had to say that I must leave and I'll deal with the consequences later. Uh, but they said it's a $3,000 fine. I grabbed my suitcase that was sitting alone outside the deserted luggage pickup and I realized that two policemen were on either side of me. They escorted me away from the exit to another row of people in a long booth. There were about 10 people manning whatever this was. I was brought up to a lady who said, before you go, you need another COVID test. I said, yes, please do it. I'm, I'm sure it was the, you know, six ramming the the infected uh, cotton swab six, six inches into your head to, to access your cribiform plate to deposit its payload. Then she insisted I answer questions. At least the policeman gave me a chair. I was going to miss my appointment for sure now. The first thing this lady said after name and address, et cetera, et cetera, was that um, was on her computer. It said, what COVID hotel are you booked at? I said, none. Please, I really need to hurry. May I have my test? The COVID test. They said, no. Then I actually began to cry. I just couldn't help it. My pain and my worry were building up. I calmed down and the lady said, let's continue. Now, what COVID hotel are you going to? I told her none. I got up to go from the testing tent. Then three police were around me. I was trapped now. I thought I overreacted. They're going to put me in a jail cell. I asked them, what is going on? If, if you don't do what you're told, we will take you to jail. I guess the Chinese jackboot devil thugs told her. What was just too much, I just sat back down and the lady told me, what COVID hotel are you booked at? Again, again, then I stood up and I said, please ticket me and let me go. Meaning, give me the $3,000 ticket, let me go. Um, then she said, then the male nurse with three police came around me. He obviously saw I was in distress, shaking and sweating, and I was on the verge of tears again. I'm not usually like this, but I was in a bad way. This was just abusive. Now, well, everything she's had done to her since she got off the plane was just abusive if you ask me I mean, you know then it goes on to say so i have to ask the questions i kid you not lady uh okay now what hotel are you booked into uh she says wow such an abuse of power and contempt of behavior i stood up and i said oh no you don't and i made my way to the test tent there were about 10 chinese women doing tests the nurse from the front was then there along with two policemen shadowing me. You know, and again, all, all this for something that, you know, the, the death rate this year is no different than it was any other year. For nothing. All this for literally a total scamdemic. All this. I mean, it just... <laughs> Satan's really had his way this year This, this since this thing started, is all I can say. Um... The nurse was in front of me. Then there were two policemen shadowing me. I finally was led to a chair and a Chinese nurse swabbed my nose. I got up after thanking her politely and made my way to the exit. Now the nurse and the one officer escorted me. And then another came up while I was still not outside the rope test area. I wasn't sure if they were going to take me off to jail. 
all of these police and Chinese guard and Chinese testers for small handfuls of people who all test negative coming home. It was plain to see that there was an incredible amount of hate and distrust for anyone who dared leave Canada when orders were to stay masked and locked up during Trudeau's great communistic power play to prove to the global elites that he has his foot ready to uh, squish anyone who dares not to be abused, used, and punished in Trudeau's new first post-national state. Yeah, well said. The nurse then said, quote, I have to give you instructions, and she handed me a non-compliance form. At that point, I just laughed and I said, what are you doing here? You don't make medical decisions. You just sign off what the young man tells you. And as sure as heck, it isn't a doctor or a nurse. So you just abuse seniors who have disabilities. Just leave me alone. I shook them off. I finally escaped from my first brush with a look at what is, uh, what is happening in Canada. Yeah. What country did I land in? Well, this sure wasn't Canada. God only knows what we're in for. The Chinese run the place. What else are we not seeing? With the communistic, Chinese communistic uh, Huawei 5G spy system up and running across our country now, installed during the first lockdown, which is another big time reason that they did the lockdown, so they could install all their 5G garbage in the schools and camera systems, and I went into that before. Um, Victoria is a building, Victoria is building a Chinese museum honoring the Chinese. This is in Canada. And let's not forget about the little virus called COVID-19 that saw all these new communistic power moves into motion and the death of old useless seniors like me. I ask, what is next? That was written a little bit disjointedly, but hopefully I conveyed what she was trying to say there. Yeah, it's the new normal now in British Columbia. That's the new normal. And again, total confirmation of what we have been reporting, particularly about British Columbia, for at least two to three years now. The takeover's on. Uh, let's go further. County officials say they won't force vaccinate corona. Um, they won't force the coronavirus vaccines on children or turn schools into mass vaccin vaccination centers, at least for now. Orange County, California, students won't be forced to get a coronavirus vaccine now. This is only because I really believe God's intervention and proactive people taking a stand against this wickedness. So this is very positive report here that we're going to be getting into. Some healthy Americans got confused by the mainstream media headlines stating that Orange County was going ahead with the vaccine passport. They're calling it vaccine verification. Healthy Americans, this is Peggy Hall. Now, I haven't been really referring a lot to her lately because she kind of got the greed bug and started charging like exorbitant rates to do consults and she's into the new age yet she calls herself a Christian. So bear that in mind, you know, there's some red flags there, but I do think in the main what she's trying to do is a very, very good thing. And she seems to be on the cutting edge of what's going on in Southern California, particularly Orange County, trying to... Uh, go against us now the lady the attorney that we played last week who looks so much like peggy hall but is not peggy hall that attorney was also speaking that one lady that was just lambasting that council that i played well that was in orange county as well so uh let's go forward here um we the people had a roaring success at the orange county board of supervisors meeting on Tuesday, April 13th, I've listed the top seven successes 
a little bit further down this message. We have to be vigilant because the evildoers have additional tricks up their sleeve. Healthy American, um, meaning it's like one of her followers, Michelle H. understood completely and she wrote, congratulations and continued blessings to you on your needle passport win, meaning the COVID-19 passport. Uh, and many more successes to come. I appreciate all the inspiration and information you've given us. A war is won by battles, no matter how small. Patriot groups are organizing throughout New York State, and I am truly inspired by the local patriots I recently connected with. They will soon join me, join with me to vet our sheriff and county executive. We will continue to fight, fight right alongside you. And she lists the top seven successes of this board meeting. Even if you don't live in Orange County, this information is helpful for you as can be helpful for you as you help to prepare to speak at your own county meetings. Number one, we mobilized quickly at a moment's notice and shared important messages and information to prepare for the meeting. Two, we the people were present, prepared, powerful, and persuasive. Hundreds of people from different walks of life came to share their opinions and outrage at such an immoral, um, unethical, unlawful proposal to take the track our personal health to take and track our personal health information. Now, I know she's not going to say this, but I would say if you had people praying and fasting about this and people literally in like the audience praying, maybe just silently and or outside, I would think that would really be good. And then also if you had, if you could anoint any of these places prior with like the anointing oil that I've talked about that you can make, that would also be something you could really do that would be, could make a gigantic difference. I'm just throwing that in there. Okay, and then number three, Health Officer Shao had floated trial balloons over the previous days, stating that every child had to be vaccinated for the COVID night for the COVID uh, scandemic, and that the schools should become vaccination centers. These proposals were shot down by public outcry in many hours of testimony given by the public at the OC Board of Education meeting. Four, the vigor and voices of we the people in Orange County cannot be ignored or denied. The public servants were put on notice that we are ready and willing to take legal action and have them removed from their positions and be held accountable under state and federal laws for their egregious violations of our rights as protected, secured, and guaranteed under the state and federal constitution. Five, regardless of the public servants backpedaling on the statements to create some sort of digital vaccine verification, the success is that we the people are present, powerful, and persuasive and will never be silent. We are watching their every move. They cannot slip anything past us. We will be there in mass, never to be silenced. Six, hundreds of individuals with bare faces, meaning no masks on, no social distancing. This was a victory in and of itself. It's a powerful picture of freedom. I mean, amen to all this. Seven, we know that these servants have other tricks up their sleeve, but we know what is going on behind the curtain. We know that they will kick the can down the road to put pressure and offer bribes to businesses to do their dirty work, just like they did the masks. It is 100% illegal, unlawful, immoral, unethical for any of these practices and measures to be foisted upon us, and we will fight it at every turn. Um, and then if you want, you can watch her video that's reaffirming our success against the needle, meaning the, the vaccine. So, yeah, it's a great thing to um, bear in mind there. Okay, then I've been getting a lot of these questions lately. This is a question from a longtime listener, Donna. She's asking about how to protect yourself from the COVID vaccinated. Because that's, a, you know, now, we, now you got to worry about that. You know, I'm not saying we worry about it, but it is something to consider. 
she says, I'm a bit concerned over hearing how the vaccinated people are viral shedding to others. I heard a couple of stories of someone saying they just got vaccinated and the people she was around got the virus. Well, that's the whole one of the main purposes behind it. Besides using supplements, what do we do? When we're out in public in a store, do we wear a mask? Because they won't. Is it recommended that they wear one or at least two for one or two weeks after being vaccinated? It, it, it is recommended that they wear one, meaning the vaccinated. Wear one for at least one or two weeks after being vaccinated. I don't know. Um, I know you don't recommend usually, usually to wear a mask. No, true. But you said in the in the this case it might be best. Do you still agree with that? My response in a second. The cases here in the hospitals are rising a lot because many have gotten the vaccination and also probably their viral shedding it to other people who are then getting sick. I put the last part in there. It is a losing battle here. I have tried to warn people not to take it, but they look at me like I have two heads. Well, it's because they have no true love for truth, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, most likely. Uh, I feel so helpless and alone in this battle. God bless. My response. I said, yes, beyond keeping your own immune system functioning as highly as possible, for limited time periods where you are around the vaccine infected. Now remember, for limited time periods when you are in close proximity or in enclosed rooms with the vaccine infected, you know, you may, that's between you and God, you may want to wear a mask like this that has copper um, and other protections built into the mask. Okay, and it's 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 called a Shiro six-layer copper-infused face mask with um, washable, breathable, filtered. It, it's got um, activated charcoal. It's got all kind of stuff, which will um, has a um, a killing effect on bacteria, viruses, fungus, that type of thing. Okay, it's not the normal garbage face mask that's potentially outgassing petrochemicals into you and um, that type of stuff. Okay, it's not like that. And I'm not saying I'm even going to do this, but it is an option. Okay, you could also treat the mask inside and out with 500 to 1,000, uh, I'm sorry, 500 to 100 ppm colloidal silver. And there's a link to the, to the website. And or... The Shields Thieves Essential Oil Blend. Okay, and I and again, I give you a link on how to order that if you want to do that. Because that way, if you're treating it inside and outside the mask, that's that's a whole other protective measure you can do. If you just had an organic cotton face mask and you treat it inside and out with colloidal silver and um, the Thieves Spray, well, that's how Thieves was actually used. Okay, Thieves... Um, which was the originally um, Gary Young from Young Essential Oils, uh, Young Living Essential Oils. The reason they called the blend thieves was because, and I'll, let me see here, uh, the legend has its roots in the 15th century England during the time of the Great Plague. Grave robbers, were, which were thieves, developed their own blend of clove, cinnamon bark, lemon, eucalyptus, and rosemary to protect them while robbing the graves of the plague victims. This potent blend only contains essential oils and no carrier oil. So they would go, and I don't know if they were digging up these bodies, and they were robbing the bodies, and they were shielding their faces with, like, face masks that, were, that had this essential oil blend in the face mask. 
which was killing the black plague that they might have been inhaling. And we're talking in close proximity to the bodies where they were handling the bodies. They weren't getting sick, so they got caught and they were brought before, I don't know, the law enforcement there. And they're like, well, what are you doing where you're not? And that's what they told them. They're like, we're using this essential oil blend, essentially, and that's why we're not getting sick. And that's why Gary Young called it thieves. Spark Naturals calls it, um, they call it shield. Okay. So, <laughs> I doubt that the whatever face covering these thieves in 15th century England were using were as good as like one of these masks like I'm recommending or like a cotton face mask that you could use this blend in. Now, what you would probably want to do is um, dilute it and turn it into a spray. You don't want to use it straight because you'd go through a whole bottle of this stuff, okay? You want to dilute it and I would use it with the colloidal silver and spray each side. And then that, there you got a, a, a barrier there that is going to kill just about anything it's going to come in contact with. And then you have other options like this six-layer copper-infused mask. Copper is highly antibacterial, antiviral, and, you know, kills the bad guys, okay? Uh, some of the masks have silver in them, but you have to, like, this one had, like, I think 1,800 four-and-a-half-star ratings. A lot of the ones, there are ones up there that have copper and silver, but a lot of those, the people were saying, um, it's not comfortable, the ear loops are wrong, It's it's this one has adjustable ones, it's it's the best one I could find all around that seemed to check off most almost all the boxes. But again, you can even make it better with silver, the colloidal silver and thieves, or shield blend. I would use shield blend, because it's I don't like to give money to... Uh, Young Living, because Young Living, Gary Young, he's a new ager that is a descendant of Brigham Young and has said some one of the most blasphemous stuff about Jesus that I've ever heard. Because I used to be in the company a long time ago. So I don't like to give Young Living money if I can ever avoid it. Well, Spark Naturals made their own, and you don't got to worry about that garbage with Gary Young. And I give you a link to their website for the uh, Shield Blend. And I also give you a YouTube link on how to make Thieves hand sanitizer. So you can make the hand sanitizer, which would probably be appropriate for spraying a mask with. Now, I'm not talking about... Because of all the stuff I've said about what the face masks do to you, obviously I can look like a total hypocrite saying this, but I'm saying in specific instances where you're going to be... You're really worried about viral shedding from these freshly vaccinated people. Well, in this case... If you use the kind of face masks I'm telling you to use in the way I'm telling you to use them, yes, you're still going to be rebreathing your own carbon dioxide. And I don't like that aspect of it at all. But for short-term use, it might be something you want to consider. That's between you and God. I wanted to at least give you the option so you would have that in your arsenal. So I give you all the information to this here, okay? Okay, let's keep going. Uh, new order plan. Uh, let's see. If you want to know the real plan for mandatory vaccines and open borders, it's not that difficult to figure out. This is from Mike Adams. Vaccines are designed to kill off Americans while open borders are designed to allow a flood of obedient third world illegals to replace those that are killed off. Democrats love illegals to flood in from socialist-leaning third world nations because those illegals are poorly educated and easy to manipulate 
through false authority. And because many of these illegals grew up under socialist welfare states, that's all they know. And their loyalty to Democrats can be purchased with nothing more than a few handouts. This is why the CDC is pushing for Americans to be fully vaccinated while saying nothing about the vaccination of illegals who are flooding into the country. If public safety were really important and if the vaccines actually worked, the CDC would be screaming to mass vaccinate all illegals at the border. But in many cases, those illegals, who are also lawbreakers, by the way, aren't even being tested for anything. You know, and that's any infectious diseases. And they're, and they're literally bringing over all kinds of diseases. We've gotten into this in so many previous studies. That's because the real goal isn't protecting the American public, but it's rather replacing American voters with obedient illegals who are allowed and even encouraged to illegally vote in the U.S. elections, uh, making sure uh, by the Democrats that are making sure the voter ID laws are crushed at every opportunity. But the, what, are, what are the Republicans really doing to resist it? You know, at the end of the day, Maybe some, but not that many. And I mean the Republican politicians. Um, Next report also from Mike Adams. According to CDC COVID data tracker page, over 122 million Americans have already received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. I believe that's up to... uh, It's it's higher now. Um, That's about 37% of the population, and it's increasing by nearly 2 million people per day. Unfortunately. Notably, as Americans are being killed by vaccines, globalists are replacing the American electorate by bringing in the massive wave of illegals, many of whom are pregnant women ready to give birth to their anchor babies. The criminal Marxists are continuing their plan to mass murder real Americans with vaccines and bioweapons and replace them with compliant, low-skilled illegals who will vote for socialist handouts and freedom-killing democratic policies. Both the Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca vaccines are causing deaths via blood clots, obviously because the spike protein antibody causes blood clots that travel to the heart, lungs, brains, killing the patients from the clots. And that's just one of the ways they're killing people. Yesterday, the FDA ordered a nationwide halt to the J&J vaccine because so many people were dying. But even, and being injured, But even the messenger RNA vaccines also create spike proteins that are coagulants contributing to blood clots that can be fatal. What's shockingly obvious at this point is that an insane vaccine experiment has been unleashed in America and there's no way to undo it. Now, over 122 million Americans will be subject to the risk of blood clots, medium-term inflammation effects, and hyperinflammatory reactions and autoimmune problems to future pathogens that are likely to appear this fall or winter and winter almost no one who took the vaccine has any clue that the vaccines were never subjected to to traditional large-scale long-term clinical trials they're utterly unaware that the fda fda only allowed the vaccines under emergency authorization use which by definition means the vaccines are medical experiments The term oblivious barely begins to describe the shocking lack of knowledge under which the vaccine recipients suffer. Uh, Even as they tell themselves they are smart and or healthy for participating in the big pharma's global depopulation and infertility experiment. Absolutely. Um, Importantly, once a person's immune system is compromised with these vaccine injections, there's no way to undo the damage. Those vaccine victims are now damaged for life, and even if they later learn the truth about the vaccine depopulation agenda, there's no treatment, supplement, or technology in existence that can restore their body to pre-vaccination status. I agree. I mean, I went over what the silver can potentially do for the prion part of the vaccine damage, but I don't know what to do about the 
your DNA being overwritten. I don't know what to really do about the nanotech that will be most likely in all parts of your body. You know, the fact that the vaccines are cultured off aborted babies, the spiritual component of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you could get deliverance, but still, I mean, it's horrible. So they have unwittingly signed their own death warrants, all while gleefully thinking they're going to win their freedom with tyrannical vaccine passports. How many millions will die from the COVID kill shot vaccine over the next two to three years? What will happen to society when the death wave kicks in? The globalists built the COVID bioweapon and released it upon the world precisely to push for mandatory vaccines that are deliberately designed to achieve global depopulation. And if you want to hear his full report on that, I give you the link there. Another report from a, another uh, nurse listener, Melissa. Uh, she says, as an ER nurse, I am witnessing firsthand vaccine-related disasters over and over. I just got this yesterday, or two days ago. I had a young woman come in covered in a petechial rash, diagnosed with ID, ITP, and I'll get into that in a second, Just and had just had the Johnson & Johnson vax three days ago. ITP is idiopathic or immune thrombocytopenic purpura or ITP, is a blood disorder characterized by a decrease in the number of platelets in the blood. I added this in so you would understand. Platelets are cells in the body that help stop bleeding. A decrease in platelets can cause easy bruising, bleeding gums, and internal bleeding. This disease is caused by an immune reaction against one's own platelets. Going back to her report, she said, her little testimony, she said, I said, wow, this poor woman, that awful shot. He, meaning the doctor, looked at me. Now, this is the lady that has the ITP. The doctor looked at me and said, oh, you're one of them. He said, I don't play into all the vaccine hysteria. Why? Because you're a moron? You can't see what's going on right in front of your own nose, doctor? No, I'm totally demonically blind. I don't play into the vaccine hysteria. I don't play into conspiracy theories. Sorry, I just had to stop and say that. He says, I don't play in all the vaccine hysteria. These vaccines are safe and save lives. You sound like a pharmaceutical commercial, doctor. Is there a little string on, on, like on your belt that you pull and that's, you know, the same line comes out over and over? Like a wind-up toy? These vaccines are safe and save lives. He then said, it's called ITP because it's idiopathic, meaning we don't really know what causes it. Which again, all these people are dropping dead. And all these people are having all these horrible adverse reactions. But these doctors and the people brainwashed by this are so demonically blinded. So, dare I say, demon possessed to the toenails. That they will refuse to see anything negative about the vaccines. No matter how 900 pound gorilla-ish the symptomatology including death is they don't care don't confuse me with the facts my mind is made up i'm a doctor i'm a medical doctor i'm better than you i know better the vaccines are safe and effective because i say so and so does the medical pharma cartel so that's what he was basically saying so she says really um then I had a 34-year-old that got the Moderna vaccine last week and now has acute transverse myelitis. Oh, that's not 
too horrific. Again, the admitting doctor told me that they are not sure how this happened. We just don't blame the vaccine. Never. The vaccine is a lifesaver, he said. It's so sad. She says it's so sad. The medical field is completely brainwashed. I can't even imagine. Um, <laughs> next report. Uh, listener sent me this. Ontario, Canada is now officially a COVID-19, COVID-19 scandemic police state. Um, they sent me part of this. I actually put the link in here. I'm a Canadian, and we were just told yesterday we are in much a much stricter lockdown now, as if it wasn't bad enough before. Police have the authority to stop vehicles and question them. About a year ago, a document that was discussed in Parliament surfaced that was released to the public outlining, quote, the plan. Here are the links. Now, I already read that document online. It's the one where they talk about they're going to do this and they're, they're going to do this and then they're going to get everybody on UBI, universal basic income, that will be contingent on you getting checks from the government. But the main, main um, contingency is that you're going to take all the vaccines they tell you to take when you take if you want to get this money. And then you'll get UBI, universal basic income. But you got to do everything the government says. And the vaccines are the, are the cornerstone around that. So it gives the link there if you want to see that. He says, all I have to say um, to everything is that everything is going according to plan. Please warn your viewers, as I believe a version of this is intended to be on a global basis. Lord help us all. God bless you and all you do. Then he, he emailed me a little bit later and said, sorry to email you again. I thought to let you know that after I sent that information, the on the Great Canadian Reset, we got the word today that several municipal police departments across Ontario are refusing to carry out the provincial orders by Premier Doug Ford, who you're going to hear in a second, to stop vehicles and pedestrians to interrogate. And you're going to hear it in a second. This is a huge victory for righteousness sake. Praise the Lord. Well, what I want to see, though, is the continuation of that. That's what we really need to see in Ontario and in other parts of Canada. Because, I mean... You know, obviously they're gonna they're gonna fight back on this. So I'm gonna let you hear this right from the horse's um, mouth, from this Canadian, I believe, premier, this Doug guy. Uh, Ontario, Canada is now officially a police state, and I'm gonna let you hear it straight from this fork-tongued devil. We have implemented the strictest measures in all of North America, and the difficult truth is every public health measure we have left comes with a massive cost to people and their lives but we have all for a scamdemic that again is at this point basically just the flu they're counting everything as the flu no flu cases at all anywhere basically they just roll it all they, they've openly admitted it pneumonia cases flu and a host of other things they're counting as covid 19. For this total sticket scamdemic, there's no more deaths this year than there were the last two years. If anything, I think there's less. All this for nothing, essentially, is what I'm trying to say. Right away from doing what's necessary. We have made the deliberate decision to temporarily enhance police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. Moving forward, police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in a place of residence to first provide their purpose for not being at home, and provide their home address. 
Show me your papers. Why are you out? What are you doing? Who do you think you are? Why aren't you in lockdown, slave? This is in Ontario, Canada. People also have the authority to stop a vehicle, to inquire about an individual's reason for leaving their residence. And our inspectors will also be ensuring that those who absolutely must come to work are strictly following the public health measures. For our employers and employees, take note, this is your last warning. Um, I'm wondering about these new police powers to just randomly stop someone walking down the street or to pull over a car. What happens if, uh, if a person refuses to answer the police questions? So you will be gut shot on sight and drug out of the car and hung from the highest gallows to be made an example of. Issuing these new additional enforcement measures, it allows police officers to ask the person why they are not at their place of residence and what their place of residence is. And specifically to your question, um, if you are not willing to comply, then you are breaking the law. Uh, if and someone will be taken to jail. These, um, uh, their neighbors uh, breaking these, these new regulations um, and, and having a party in their yard, that sort of thing. Should should people call police on their neighbors? Heck yeah. In terms of people calling yeah. um, to snitch to... Brown shirts. I mean, that's what we want. We want a nation full of snitches like they got in, in England where they don't even have to put the police in the streets because they got so many snitches, so many people have sold their soul to Satan, evidently, that they don't even need the police because they've got plenty of snitches out there, little Nazi devil brown shirts that have sold their soul to Satan that, you know, love to do that inform um look we all have a personal responsibility if it means saving lives <laughs> saving then i lives. think we have to i love that saving lives for the scamdemic think about what your social responsibilities are as an individual to make sure <laughs> that devils. you don't empower other people and invite a whole bunch of individuals to your home oh you might have a super <laughs> spreader event if that if that happens now i haven't seen a lot on this um from yesterday, I thought that Rebel News would be all over this. And I, there's nothing up on, of course, Rebel News keeps getting censored. Now, I'm on Rumble, the Rumble site, and I don't, because they're, they're totally basically shut down on YouTube. It was an absolute miracle that they were even allowed to continue on YouTube. But um, I don't see anything up there yet from Rebel News. But the... Granted, this is real, though. I mean, we'll probably see something in the next day or two about it. Okay, so let's go further. Endless kill shots. Now Pfizer and Biden White House say people should prepare for yearly vaccine booster shots in order to be fully protected. We, we've said this. This was always going to be part of the plan, part of the UBI that all the governments will try to roll out where, you know, in order to get the government goodies, you're going to have to submit to whatever kill shots they tell you you got to be subjected to. People will likely need a third dose of the COVID-19 kill shot within a year of getting fully vaccinated um, and may subsequently need annual shots to protect against the coronavirus. Pfizer's CEO, Albert Borrelia, said, oh, he's got no financial interest in saying that, would he? He's only Pfizer's CEO. He would have no financial motivation to make such a statement. Of course not. Of course not. Americans should expect that 
booster shots for COVID-19 vaccines will be necessary with studies indicating that immunity does wane eventually. Oh, the humanity. A White House science expert said Thursday, regular readers of um, this publication remember very well how last year we warned you that at some point the vaccines would be connected with a microchip. Sunday night on 60 Minutes, the Pentagon let the cat out of the bag with their new DARPA vaccine microchip. Uh, we also told you last year that once the vaccinations arrive, they would never leave. Today comes the announcement from Big Pharma and the White House, Biden White House that the yearly vaccine booster shots will not become necessary to be fully protected. And then you've got predictive programming from Netflix, the kids cartoon, Stretch Armstrong, shows people lining up to take the, quote, smart mark, implantable digital identification. Here's a s screenshot of that. And I played that online not too long ago. Um this is a, um, oh yeah, this is actually, ooh, I'm not going to be able to play this. It's too long. Uh, church is being bought off to tell you to take the kill shot and comply. One of the ways the 501c3 corporate American churches were bought off in the scandemic, the CARES Act gives a $5,000 tax deduction for each church employee. This is one of the ways that the churches are being bought off and being kept silent. Okay, I'm going to try to squeeze this in here. It seems like big business is selling us out at every step of the way. And sadly, so are the churches. Now, I told you guys in the past that modern the modern Christian church is big business. Yep. They are part of the tax code. Now, I'm a Christian, but I'm not part of the corporate church. And if you are a part of a corporate church, you being a member of that church, you're part of a corporate church, they have to abide by certain tax rules in order to maintain their tax-exempt status. Now, as we get into some of this tax stuff, understand that most of this is intentionally ambiguous and complicated to the layman like you and I. And they do that on purpose so that nobody fully understands the power that the IRS has. Businesses of all sizes build their business model around the IRS tax code. They have to in order to remain competitive. And churches are no different. And this is why they sold us out. And we're going to talk about the churches today. We're also going to talk about corporate America and businesses and why they sold us out. And why your employer is trying to pay you to take a few days off and get a VC. It's all in the CARES Act. You remember the, the CARES Act? is the vaccine. Act that Trump signed. And by the way, Bo Jiden renewed. It's a yeah, everybody's got to use this weird speak if they're on YouTube. This is why we would refuse to even be on it. But Bo Jiden is Bo uh, Joe Biden. Okay, just so you know. He's got to talk that way to be on YouTube. It's the way it is. A partisan effort to get you to take the sting. So what exactly happened here? Well, let me explain this to you. Churches are tax exempt, but not in all areas. They still have to pay what's called a payroll tax. What that is, it's Medicare. Um, you know, it's called the FICA. It's like the deduction that gets taken out of your check. And what happens is, if you're self-employed, you got to pay 15% of your income, even if you're self-employed, right off the top. Now, you can deduct part of that for expenses, 
But basically, for a church who has employees, they have to pay like 8% of that, of the wage per employee, of their wage, 8% goes to the government. It's called a payroll deduction tax. And churches still have to pay that. Well, here's what happened. Under this CARES Act that was renewed by Biden, $5,000 per employee they get to deduct per employee of that 8% payroll tax. And this adds up fast. Let's say you've got 25 employees or 50 employees. That we're talking tens of thousands of dollars in tax breaks. And it's beyond me as to why churches even have employees. I mean, did Jesus hire and pay his disciples to exactly. follow him around? Exactly. That's what tantamount to what's going on here. Yeah. Why do you think Jesus threw the money out of the temple? Here we are with the money right back in the temple. So, as we start to look at some of these numbers, I want you to understand... That's why I've never went that route with this ministry, ever. This is all meant to be very confusing. So, I don't want you to focus on trying to really understand all this. Of course, I'll put links to this for those of you that are more mathematically minded. But I don't want people to get lost in the confusion. Just to understand that a lot of money in tax deductions went to the churches to conform to this and understand that this was renewed by Biden during the time that they're really pushing to get everyone to take these VCs. You've also got a component to this where churches can get loan forgiveness. So they get the loan and then they get forgiven for it. And if they don't play ball, then they might have to pay back those loans. Do you see what I mean? Are you reading between the lines here? I want you to focus on the amounts of money and how that money might influence a pastor or a corporate church, maybe above the pastor's head, to play along with the VC agenda, to get their loans forgiven, or to have their hand out waiting for more money every time these stimulus bills renew. Also understand that this all this happened right after Trump loosened up the Johnson Act guidelines to allow churches to support him politically without getting in trouble because there used to be a separation and also for the churches to accept campaign money. So money that went directly into campaign coffers was able to be spent back on the churches to rent out their halls, whatever else they wanted to. So there was this push to manipulate the church. They took the bait. And this is why you're getting so many of these pastors coming out telling their congregations to go and get the stab. Now, of course, this didn't really pan out for Trump's re-election bid, obviously. But it didn't have to. Because Bo Jiden is continuing the same agenda by extending all these stimulus provisions for the churches that Trump set out. This is a bipartisan effort. Here it is right here. Extension of the payroll tax deferment. All this stuff was extended for the churches. Now, of course, this applied to other businesses as well, but the churches got a big push from this where they normally might not have. Now, that payroll tax deduction is the whopper, but there are also a series of loans that they could get to. 
some of those loans may not have to be paid back. Now, some of you have shared with me that your employers are giving cash incentives. Some of you told me as much as $100 and time off work to go get the VC. Now, why could this possibly be happening? It's because there is a provision in the stimulus bill that allows employers to write off paid sick and family leave. And they may even be able to write off the money that they gave you to go get the jab for Milwaukee. This is what we're dealing with. This is why we've been sold out. It's all about money. And for businesses that are hurting, they're going to want this. And they're going to justify in their mind because they're getting thousands more back on their taxes. Costs them very little to give you a $100 bonus to go get it when they're getting thousands of dollars on the back end. For the time you took off work. Do you see what's happening and how diabolical this is? This is why it's so hard. This is why your employers are sitting there laughing at you. And they're like, oh, we're going to get it. And they're just like toying with you. And the people that don't get it, they are just smile at you because they're like a fat cat. Because they know they're getting paid on the back end. Now what can you do about this? Well, probably not a lot. Because... You need that job, and I get that, and I understand that. you got to support your family, but understand the dynamic behind what's going on here. That's the purpose of this. Not that there's a lot you can do about this, but understand this is why we're getting stories like this. That, they're, that they have legal ground to force it. They're basically encouraging the business, hey, you're going to get the write-off for you know the day's sick leave that they take, and you got... Fair legal ground to maybe even make this mandatory at your business. They're egging on the businesses to do this. And this is why the employers are pushing their employees to get it. And this is just, when I had this epiphany, and I woke up to it, it made me sick to my stomach. Because now I get it. You, you and I, with our ideas, can't fight against this. Because this is all about money. These people, will they will make this sound like they're doing it for the right reasons, but really it's all about money. Now let's go over some of these provisions. Seven ways the CARES Act financially supports nonprofits. Now this article goes specifically into churches, but basically this is a repeat almost of this article. Okay. So loans under the Paycheck Protection Program. This is the PPP loans, okay? Let's see, let's look this up here. Loan repayment and forgiveness. This is the part I wanted to focus on. The Act provides that repayments of the loan will be eligible to be deferred for at least six months, but not more than one year, and the interest rate is capped at 4%. So these are a series of low-interest loans. You guys, why do you think there's a boom in building? Uh, maybe even your church is doing some retrofitting and upgrades at, during this time. I don't know. Put uh, put it down in the in the in the comment section or in the chat. This would be why they're getting these low interest loans, loans that you can't get at this low rate. 
And so what are they doing? How can this money be used? We don't really know. But what we do know is they don't even have to pay these back right away. It says here, prepayment penalties are waived. In addition, forgiveness of the total amount spent on payroll costs and mortgage interest, rent and utility payments between February and June of 2020. The amount of loan forgiveness will be reduced by the reduction of number of employees employed compared to the prior year and by the reduction in pay. So there's all this tax gobbledygook word sandwich stuff that's meant to confuse and confound you. But understand there's a lot of money changing hands and if you have any questions as to your pastor and your church, simply ask the question. Put them on the spot. Ask them, how much money did you get from all of these all of these stimulus packages? I want to know as a church yeah. attend, attendee or whatever, what do they call it, a parishioner? Yeah. How much money this church got? I need to see those numbers. And if they try to slither out of it, then you've got your answer right there. So, have any of you called your pastor or your church on the carpet and asked them this question? My guess is not many have. But let's go into the uh, chat here. Money is useless. Why is the money still in the temple, you guys? Why is the money in the temple? Now, there's a difference between a single person supporting themselves than there is a, of a corporate structure right. of tax write-offs and all this stuff mm -hmm. that these people are doing. I agree. And profits and everything else. Just key in 501c3 in the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com. I've done umpteen studies or FEMA clergy response team. Um, I've done umpteen studies on this whole concept of the church yoking up with the state and getting their right to exist from the state. And there's no Bible for it at all. And what that ultimately does is corrupt any and all churches that do this. All right, let's go in the chat here. Now, they've made us all dependent on this beast money, have they not? But there is minimalism, and then there's people that go all in and sell out and do what they're told in order to sell out and, and basically control their flock. <laughs> this one lady says, I left church for a relationship with God. Yeah, a lot of times that's what you got to do. Most of the time, dare I say. In so many cases. It says, quit asking, and they removed him from the membership. That's probably what I could imagine that they would do. And here's another question. Was there a big push to hire a bunch of employees? in your church during this spamdemic? <laughs> That's a good question. So they could get this more of this CARES Act uh, financial write-offs, I guess? The hiring push would mean, wow, for every employee that we hire, we get another tax write-off. Oh, so sickening. <sighs> Every Again, guys, everything I've been predicting about this for ever since we've been in ministry, 15-plus years at this point, this is all clear evidence of that's 
I wasn't misleading you. I warned you about this. And now, really, because of COVID-19, the whole scandemic, how they've really put the screws to the church, and Caesar's calling in the chips, uh, that they're demanding, you know, full compliance with these 501c3 institutions. Um, and they're, they're incentivizing it, true, they are incentivizing it in a multitude of different ways, as, as you can see. Uh, it's just so sickening. I, I just... <laughs> beyond comprehension so god bless you it's all we have for part uh two and we will go to part three next